Welcome, daters, to The Yentas. We are three matchmakers. Eliza Ben Shalom. Michal Neistetter. And Danielle Selber. Yenta can carry a negative gossipy connotation. We are not that. We are love professionals and proud to be Yentas. This is a part of our tradition, our history. We support you on your search for your person. The three of us met for coffee many years ago, and we've collaborated and supported each other and our clients ever since. This is your invite to our chat at the virtual coffee shop. Who should you date? Who should you marry? These are the biggest decisions that a person can make. You don't have to do it alone. You've got us. Ready? Come on in. Take a seat. We will start to talk a bit about the word of the day, which is single. And we'll take a caller with a question about dating and end with a signature, Eliza Blessing. Okay, so the word of the day, single. Okay, here, here's the problem. <laughs> the problem, what's the problem, Eliza? It's just single is single. Is it a big deal? I don't know. It wasn't a big deal to me. And it became a big deal when I had multiple clients say to me, like, I'm so much more than single. Why is that my title? Why is that my status? You know, I, I need something basically like a little bit more respectful. Like, I feel like single is like a bad word. Like, oh, they're single. Yeah. You know, like it's negative. It's it's oh, it's without a partner. And and if you're without a partner, you're like half a person, right? Half of uh -huh. a soulmate. Like you're not you're not complete. It just it, it was like tearing people apart. And I was like, yes. oh, okay, but I don't have a good solution. So give me a word. Give me a name. Like, what would you like me to call this body of people? Like when we have an event, you know, singles events. We know who it's for. It's not for married people. It's totally for singles, right? So what should we call it? And and I had this huge dilemma. Did you guys have this? Have you like have singles? Has anybody ever said this to you? Yes, a hundred times today. Um, I think <laughs> I think that what's what's interesting about language in general is that people can you know things can trigger people to feel certain feelings. And the word single because it's been like bandied around as this like four letter word for so long, and people you know, they hear it at their, at their holiday dinner table, or they hear it from their parents or whatever. And they hear it over and over again. Oh, you're single. Oh, you're single. It's something to fix, which we don't believe by the way. However, right. you can see how this word just like gets bogged down in these expectations. And also being single is like a temporary status by design in, in theory, unless you want to stay single, right? Like, unless you want to be unmarried. So therefore, to call yourself single is not as empowering as being like, I'm a woman or I'm this or that, right? There's no like identity behind it. It feels like. Right. Yeah. And some people do want to stay single. Like they're happy to not be in a relationship or in a partnership. And that's actually important to them. So, True. yeah. So I started to play with this. I'm like, look, I've got to label a flyer. I Like I have to be crystal clear on a flyer or an email or a podcast or anything. Who is this for? So, so what should we call it? And it's been years. I'm embarrassed to say that it took years to come up with what I would consider a very easy, simple solution, which is uh -huh. dater. Like, yeah. you know, like an event for daters ages, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it is, you know, dater or daters. 
And, and either you're a dater or you're not. You could be single without being a dater, right? So it's an even more articulate word. It's even more appropriate. And, and you could also be single and not be a dater today or not this week. So I think that that's brilliant and way too simple. And I'm kicking myself for not thinking of it sooner. But I really think that it's the most appropriate word to use because we're looking for daters, ages, da 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 right? Or... Or, you know, if you're a dater, you know, looking for love, like it just, instead of if you're single looking for love, right, it just, it doesn't grate on me anymore. I'm like, oh, yeah, if you're a dater looking for love, oh, I am. Oh, I'm not. You know, it just, I don't know, it at least hits me the right way. Yeah. I want to take us a step back for a moment because um, something that Danielle does in her matchmaking is she looks at the pillars and and describes them, you know, that that guide us. And so one is that, you know, everybody has a, a Basharat. Um, and two is that labels are for soup. And three <laughs> is to let everything be our playground. And when I think about language, I think it's a very creative place for us to play with these concepts. And I understand that we're going to challenge, you know, something. Everybody just says singles all the time. But language is extremely important and why not be playful with it? Mm -hmm. Because we can help people take on an identity that fits or sits with them better instead of making them feel defensive because that's where this is coming from, Mm -hmm. right? From the daters themselves. I love, by the way, Danielle, I love those three pillars and Michal, the way you articulated that, that was so beautiful. Okay. So you know how you say labels are for soup? I was thinking about it because personally, I don't eat soup that has a label on it. I prefer (laughs) non-soup. So where did that come from? So it literally came from, I went to University of Connecticut and there was a guy there who went to Hillel with me and he would just say, labels are for soup. I'm just a Jew. Go to this service in the morning, this service the next day, right? But then somebody else then once corrected me, they were like, isn't it labels are for suits? I'm like, okay, that works too. Okay. When I was a kid, I when I was a kid, I totally ate soup from a can. Like yeah. it was just like I would prepare it for myself when I got home. <laughs> now I would never. For now, let's just say labels are for soup and labels are for suits and we'll figure it out. But the idea is that like if if we are using labels, why don't we listen to the people that are mm-hmm. taking on these labels? And use what yeah. to them. I would love this to be like a discussion. I want people to, you know, like chime in. I want to hear in social media what's going on and be like, yeah, I support this. I'd much rather be called a dater. I'd much rather, you know, everybody reference us as daters because uh-huh. because that feels right. It fits right uh, rather than singles. So I don't know, like talk amongst yourselves, you know? <laughs> we'll give you a topic. Language matters. <laughs> I do want to bring something up, though, that... Um, I'm extremely fascinated by by language and I am multilingual and I believe all of us are here on this call, aren't we? And that's why we're choosing to include, you know, a word or a theme for every episode and break down a concept. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just went to a matchmaker conference, which was amazing in Mexico and there were 80 matchmakers and we all got together and I got into some, you know, two in the morning heated discussions with people about (laughs) words and shifts in language. And I don't need to go into like what those words are right now. Um, But then I brought this up about singles and daters and I just got the biggest eye roll like it was an audible eye roll and they're like come on Michal so they must not have heard it from their clients like this is like this is like no they've they've done their SEO for years they're not trying to change the word single they're like no we do right no so that is that is a big issue actually right so SEO wise if you're searching for like single in Philadelphia or single in Israel right you know it's not going to come up dater daters people aren't going to think to do that it's not as sexy of a word. Like it's not, 
enticing. It's not, it's just, but it feels better, but it falls flat. It feels better. And I also like it as like a passive thing, like people dating in the Jewish community versus Jewish singles. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't that just right. yeah, land so much nicer? Right. It could be like daters, daters in Philly. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we make goal hashtag goals over here <laughs> in a decade from now? Daters in Philly, daters in LA, daters yeah. in Miami, right? That will be a thing. People will be searching for daters in that community. They, yeah. no, they will no longer part. be searching for singles. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I just thought of something else. <laughs> this is really silly, but um, there's so many shades of gray in this. And I remember that I was just in Amsterdam this summer and this guy was a street performer and he was just making jokes, so many jokes. And he was like, I'm not single, but I am available. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's a dater. He's a dater. I know. <laughs> Aliza, what's the pop quiz? What's the Hebrew word for single? Ravak or Ravaka. Wait, Aliza, can we take a moment and just talk about the fact that you made Aliyah during the pandemic with five kids? What's you- Aliyah? Oh, shoot. We got to start there. <laughs> I picked up and moved my whole family and a brand new puppy dog to Israel in March of 2021. We've been here for, oh, my gosh, we're going to be coming up on two years in March. And uh, wow. Yes, that is huge. And and my heat and I'm learning a new language. Yeah, I have to tell you, it is so humbling because, you know, even in dating, people are like, I don't know, like I don't speak their language, not their actual language, but like love language. I don't connect with them emotionally. Like you feel a little inept and like, I want to say like stupid, like I I can't build that rapport. And with Hebrew, I'm like, no, I literally don't speak. You know, I can't communicate. So somebody sits down on the train and they look at me and they say something and I'm like, you think they said what time is it? Do you think they said what's the next stop? I didn't really hear them. I wasn't really paying attention. Wait, slicha, odpam. Like, can you please tell me again what you just said? Because I, I just missed it. Then they say it again, and if I don't know the words, I'm just like, anilo mm, mevina. I don't understand. I'm so sorry. But I feel stupid. It's real. It's. It is so humbling, and to do it alongside of my children, who are also sitting in classrooms all yeah. day, every day, with no understanding now we're good they started at 15 10 15 20 now we're up to about 40 almost 50 percent that they're understanding i'm like yes only three more years till they actually know what the sentence you know the full sentence means wait but you're not stupid you're learning yeah i like that way it feels it feels that way it's like you're you're literally reduced to a three year old. You you look at labels and you can't read, right? Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. a package of soup and you don't <laughs> know what kind it is. You see a picture of vegetables, you're like, hmm, must be vegetable soup. You see a picture of chicken, you're like, oh, must be chicken. And then you look for the word that says parv, which means not meat, you know, not dairy. <laughs> it's just neutral. And you're like, oh, it's imitation chicken. Okay, I got it. I put a puzzle together, but it's it's. It's extremely so frustrating and extremely motivating to learn a language when you are living in it daily and you just and for me all I want to do is communicate I want to connect mm. on a heart and soul level and I can't even order soup you know mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. all right soup I can order it's not true I can order soup <laughs> yes you can <laughs> I can and I sit in teacher meetings now all in Hebrew and so like a, a pat on my back I'm getting there but it's so challenging and and I think that this does circle back to being a dater and learning to connect with somebody and communicate and speak their language and understand them on a heart and soul level and a brain level yeah. and an intellectual level and a and an emotional level and a business level like it just 
it it pulls all of your resources and sometimes you feel really not equipped to handle what's in front of you and it's a challenge it's a tremendous challenge am i correct that our question today is is relevant to this is about coming like a humbling experience of coming back into the dating world is yes. that what we're doing Amazing. Ooh, we, ooh, we oh perfect lead in i just wanted to give like a really quick hat tip to everybody all the daters out there who mm-hmm. are dating in a language that is not their native language oh my gosh can you, can you imagine how hard that is yes we all can yeah oh yes because <laughs> i did meet my husband but um no like really that's it's already stressful yes to be your authentic self to make a joke oh my goodness right? <laughs> in another language i hope people are cutting them some slack because if yes. you didn't have the humbling experience that aliza did making aliyah or i moved to colombia and learned spanish as a 28 year old if you didn't have that humbling experience, you don't know how hard it is to be know. yourself. Yeah, it, that's that's the hardest thing. It's not just the communication. It's just you are missing 95% of me. You're just getting literally the communication to get from point A to point B, but there is no personality. There's no humor. You're missing the affection, the love. Unless there's nonverbal cues, you're just missing the essence of who I am, and it's hard. It's, it's a hard uh-huh. thing for daters. It's really hard. Totally. My, so my husband um, is Colombian and we met at a language exchange and he speaks English perfectly. And then we do speak English often between ourselves, um, but also Spanish as well. Um, but then we raise our kids to be Spanish speakers. And my husband, like when he, it, people think he's nice and stuff, but let me tell you something, his sense of humor in Spanish is a different level. He would never make those jokes in English. Like people think he's so sweet. No, 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 no. Like there's a whole essence to him that people don't know if they don't know the, that side of Manuel. Right. That's right. I will not repeat those jokes. Okay. So should we move on to the question and connect the theme? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Yuntas. My name is Beth. I'm 31, and I'm new to the dating world as of the past six months after my marriage ended earlier this year. So I need some guidance because the last time I was single, I was a 20-year-old college student. Specifically, what I need help with is figuring out how to date multiple people at the same time and explore different relationships because I'm really only used to a committed monogamous relationship, but I'd like to take full advantage of dating and being single. So please help me out so I can embrace this new chapter. Thanks, Yantas. I love this. You came to the right place. There are 5 million parts to this question. So yeah. where should we where should we start? I mean, talk about humbling, right? To come back into the dating world and to see it as a completely brand new place the internet but not even to mention that right like everything must be so different and good for her she's putting herself back out there and Mm -hmm. it's impossibly hard Mm -hmm. yeah it really is I want to challenge the assumption that she needs to date multiple people at the same time this is a message that she's getting that like oh well you got to just like try everything out and try it on and she said she's like looking to like enjoy and learn now and she does want a family but like it doesn't sound like she's hyper-focused on finding her soulmate and the one for her. She just wants to jump back into, like, get back on the horse, so to speak, and just try things out again and get a feel for it. But I want to challenge the assumption that you have to try dating multiple people at once. I mean, even for people that are experimenting or, or just, you know, flowing with dating, why can't you also just date one person? And just say, like, we don't have to be exclusive, but you, you focus on that person instead of dividing your time, dividing your energy, dividing your days, and the text messages that are going to come in. And like, oh, did I tell you that story? I can't remember because I talked to him two nights ago. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and I think I told it to him and I don't know if I told it to you yet. Remind me if I told you that, right? It doesn't, it just doesn't feel good. So why do you have to date multiple people? Why can't you just date one person until you choose not to date them anymore? Like you've heard of like the slow food movement. Is there like mm-hmm. a slow dating movement? There because, is. Because the thought of, you know, the thought of somebody going on a date and having this like beautiful, authentic date and then like hopping home in their Uber and then chatting with 10 other people. It's just, it's just not how things used to be. We used to like meet this person, like have a connection and like let it develop and ebb and flow. And when we're all ADD, right. <laughs> or, you know, we suffer from the paradox of, of choice of really like nurturing the potential of. Yes. And the messages that we receive about timelines, you know, our clocks are ticking and things like that. Yeah. So that that sounds like the battle within her, Aliza, that, you know, on one side is she does want to start a family. She does want to meet a good guy. And then on the other side, she wants to enjoy dating because she wasn't able to. I I think she should totally enjoy dating. But what I'm saying is still date one person at a time. Go ahead and enjoy it when you're tired of them or you don't want to see them and then move on and don't keep swiping and don't be ADD about it and and do experience an authentic dating experience and enjoy it and be okay with just dating one human and when you're done just moving on instead of like you today and this one tomorrow and this one over the weekend and maybe I'll see you and maybe you know this this is what I'll tell you what bothers me. I go out with two people, okay? Person A, person B. Uh, I'm okay with both of them, but neither of them are great. And and I go out on a second date, they're still both okay. I compare A to B and I go, you know what? B is a little bit better than A. So I drop A, okay? And I keep dating B. Now, do I really like B? No, B is not really a keeper. B is just better than A, but B is not better for me. I didn't mean to yeah. rhyme that, but it's true. I don't actually think that that other person is better for me. I just thought that they were a better option than the other person. So I'm not actually winning anything by having this whole lottery of people and comparing them to each other. I must compare somebody to me. And um, I could be, date 10 people. If none of them are the right fit for me, They one might be better than the other, and I can rank them 1 to 10 of who's a more appropriate fit. But are they really a fit? No. It sets up a false choice for the person, right? It makes them. It's a false positive. Uh It's a a false positive and it's really a negative. Something I did like about what she said. um, I liked talking about language. She said like my current dating goals are, I've just never heard that. And I thought that that was so lovely. Like to think about like the the nuances of why you're dating at this moment in time and how that can shift and change. Mm. I just thought that was excellent. And I'm going to steal it from Beth. Yeah. What are your (laughs) What are your current dating goals? Yeah. Not just what is your goal, because it's not so good to always be incredibly fixed on that end point and be that goal oriented. It's the same thing in sexuality. That just kills the mood, you know, <laughs> to be just focused on that end point. And I think that applies to daters as well. Um, I did just also want language. Let's go back to language for a moment. I um, really respect and appreciate this person navigating divorce and owning her, you know, status as a divorcee, as a 30 year old woman exploring dating, because look, divorce is still stigmatized right in certain ways but but it is hard right and and um it's not easy to to navigate and you know how often do people say like i'm getting a divorce and people go congratulations you know you have to no i'm serious i'm no no i just attended a uh ceremony 
for a woman who just got divorced and um, somebody there said, you know, that they heard this concept of saying mazel tov, like yes. that you, when there is, when there's a coming together, there's a mazel tov. And when there's a, the necessity of pulling apart, that there's a mazel tov, the souls are separated. You're able to go your own way, do what you need to do and accomplish in life. And that there is a pseudo celebration in the separation, uh, which frees you up to choose a new soulmate. Like shedding the, the chrysalis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I see it. So good for you for getting a divorce. That must not be easy. Everything yes. that you've gone through mm-hmm. and for thinking about your intentions, you know, and dating as you are right now and moving through that, I think you should be really proud of yourself because it takes a lot of strength to yeah. do that level of of growth. And here's my question for you too, to what, if we're talking about comparing and contrasting, right, to what extent should she be looking at her, her past relationship and using that to inform her, her dating choices now? For me, wisdom is wisdom. So if she has learned some tremendous lessons and she knows this works for me, this doesn't work for me, this triggers me, you know, I need to avoid certain things. I think that that's extremely helpful data and information. And to say, I thought I could handle that, but hey, I couldn't. And therefore, Uh I need to choose a different type of partner that won't trigger those things in me. Or I need to have a more, whatever, loving, supportive um, giving, sharing, caring, kind-hearted human, and wh- how does that package look, right? I, I know what I had, and now let me create my vision for what I want, and not just experiment and experience, but let me first vision out what I think would make sense for me, and then let me go find it in the world, and then enjoy and experience and have fun. Love it. Oh, uh, back back to a thought that I had as we were discussing. So, the thing about her dating only one person at a time and that advice that we're giving her, she she sort of admitted, like, I'm not the best at breaking up with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she should be focusing on dating herself, getting to know herself and advancing, you know, the beautiful person that she is and taking up hobbies, which she is. Um, and to really date one person at a time because she doesn't have the skill set and the tools to deal with, like, the makeups, the rejections, the breakups, you know, so she's learning it as an adult and it requires such a high level of maturity to mm-hmm. not ghost to have you know these conversations this is a this is a skill set that you know you really do have to develop as an adult dater yes most, most people don't but she can with you know with her wisdom and her strength and her openness to learning and to know that it's not obvious right it's not easy to break up with someone it's not easy to tell somebody no you're not for me and, and maybe not even to know why they're not for you so like i think i also want to give her like some, some slack and some credit, right? Like this is a hard thing that you have to learn how to do. It's a new muscle that she's never used and, you know, she can do it, but it will take some, it will take some practice. So Eliza, how do you do the breakups? How do you break up with someone when you're dating for a little bit and you're like, mm, you're not for me. There's so many different answers and ways of, of running through this. Um, the basic thing is to kind of sandwich it, right? I, you know, I, I appreciate and then list something or some things that I I appreciate about you, which means I see you. I actually know your value. I know your worth. Um, Here's where I don't think we're aligned. And here's why I don't think that here's why I don't want to move forward. Okay. So I see you, I know you, and I understand here's where our differences lie. And that's not for me because, right. So fill in the blanks. And, um, 
and I'm really grateful that we, whatever, had this time and, you know, you can say, you know, thank you for something, right? Like, thank you for treating me kindly and showing me how it is to get back out in the dating world and to have a really great human in front of you. Or thank you for um, being patient with me as I'm getting back into the dating world. This has been a little bit rough for me, you know, like something, yeah, something, something heartfelt and honest. And again, me as the other person receiving the breakup and the rejection, I am grateful to know that you saw me. And if you're rejecting me, you're rejecting all of me. You're not just rejecting what you don't like because we always make a list of what we don't like. You're rejecting also what you like and saying, okay, you know, this is this is a whole package and it's not for me. I love that. And please never break up with me. Michal's going to get the call. Michal, I really love about you. She's like, no, don't break up with me. <laughs> All right. So, Aliza, will you will you leave uh, Beth and all of us with a blessing on this fine day? Yes. Beth, may you enjoy the process of getting back into dating. May you learn with ease and grace how to navigate this process. And may you find somebody wonderful that you connect with heart and soul and somebody who just makes you smile. Beautiful. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for Yenta Ng with us today. Join us for coffee next week. You can find us on Instagram at Elizabeth Shalom, at Michal Matches, at Danielle Selber. If you want to submit your questions, slide into our DMs. 